What's going on, people, man? You're tuning to episode eight of the Is Not Easy podcast, man. We've got some, um, we've got some new faces in the building, man. We've got um, Frank and Jesse. How you guys doing? Good, yeah, man. How are you? All smooth, man. All smooth. How's um, how do you guys that start to week have been? We're Monday day off, so just recovering from the weekend. Really, we were at, um, piano people mm. yesterday, yeah. and then uh, slow jams with A as well on okay. the weekend. So just. Recovering, yeah. <laughs> literally. What's um piano people about? Um, basically, and I'm I'm a piano event. Um, literally, like, I think the world the world's biggest I'm a piano festival. It's like an indoor festival. Okay, hosted it at um drum sheds, which is like a new venue, like a huge venue. You know, that capacity is like fifteen k. Mm. It's not an old IKEA in Anfield. I wouldn't know about it, you know. Yeah, but yeah, it's what crazy. is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you guys big on um, piano fans in there? Or the more for that business, or was it? Not, nah, I'm not a big, I'm not a big piano <laughs> fan, but it just just went from the vibe. vibe man. Yeah, a few, yeah. few of my friends were working, were like part of the team working, helping organize. Okay. So I just thought I'd go I show like love. Too much of it. Mm. Yeah, like to be fair, like and piano has like it's taken storm during this year, like for sure for on that like, sure, social sure. media everywhere, even motives and that is mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's kind of taken over. So fair play, like it's a new sound still. Yeah, yeah and I, I, res- I respect it. I do respect it. It's like it's good to see anyway. If Africa, you got to support the nation. So exactly, exactly. Anything, anything that's coming out of Africa that's doing mm. doing big things, it's like got to show love. Really, yeah. it's good to see anyway. It's good to see. Yeah, hundred percent, sure. yeah, man. Um. I wanted to jump in though with a, a question for you guys, yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. as we're like coming towards the end of the year and, and I've been asking um, a few of people to see jump on, yeah. But I wanted to kind of give it a bit of a twist this time, yeah. So what, what would you man say has been like your top two moments of the year? As we really got about five, six weeks left of this year. So like, if you look back, like, five, six weeks, six what's weeks. been in like... Top two motives. Motive, um, sorry, moments. Moments. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, wow. it could be that like, personally or professionally, like, family, like, wherever, like, oh. three months ago, like, oh, yeah, man, that's, that was great this year. What stuck out to me this year? Damn. Um, my trip, what, the trip to DR. Okay, what was that saying? Dominican Republic. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good trip, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember landing and the happiness that I filled with you. Yeah. <laughs> I was so gassed. Mm. Especially because it was, like, the timing of it. We just moved into our new studio. Okay. And, um... Fears about clients not being able to find the place, losing mm. clients and whatnot. I think we've been in there what two months? No, three the months. Um, no, a month. A month. We were in Jan. We were at the end of Jan. Mm-hmm. We only start. We started working in December in the new studio. So yeah. We've been there like two less than two months. Less than two right. months in the new studio. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but it was yeah. like a bright start. So mm. yeah, um, it was good to catch that break. Yeah, and yeah. Why it was so funny going there? Yeah, you know what. DR's known for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had no idea. Mm. So it's like, it. when we booked it, we had no idea. When people tell me we're going DR, mm. I was saying, rah, like, you're going to DR. <laughs> yeah, DR can be nuts, though. Yeah, I've seen so a lot in it. We, yeah, we, we, we didn't know, We had no though. idea. We just thought, like, like yeah, tropical, yeah, sounding yeah, tropical. Just cool. Like, let's just go there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see what's up. Um, but yeah, it was sick, man. Nah, mm. It was really good. Sick. That's good, so. They, um, they're just you two, or like a few others, or just you two. It's three of us. Yeah, okay. Us two and one of our little boys. Yeah. yeah. That's me, man. It's like, good to get away and um, catch a little break. Um, How about you? I've been like a standout moment for um, you this year. Could really be anything. Right. Caught me, man. <laughs> Ooh. Standout moment this year. Mm. One more. Hey. 
Too many put me on the spot. Like, yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of like one actual key moment that really. Or really if it's not like it's on that moment, yeah, it could be like one thing that like you've learned this year. That's like will stick for you going to um, the new year. That's yeah, one, I like, think, a I big think lesson one, for you. This yeah, year. one big lesson I think. I mean, I, I traveled quite a bit this year. Like this year is probably the most I've ever traveled. Like mm. in one year, in one period, like in my life, and especially coming from. Um, I think the reason why it stands out to me is it kind of showed me that I think for for quite a while when I started doing the whole self-employed yeah. journey, it was like that fear of taking time off. As we were talking, like as as Jesse was mentioning, like that fear of like ah, oh, if a client's gonna, well, clients come back. Like if you yeah. take too much time off, like how are they gonna take to it? But just yeah. having like just I think realizing that I have I actually have that freedom to like mm. take time off, travel when I want to travel, and know that I'm kind of at a stage now where. The clientele is still going to come back. It's about balance, balance right? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's balance, so, yeah, yeah. I think it's just discovering the importance of balancing out. Yeah. No. So I guess it's not one specific moment, but just the different the yeah. different trips that I've taken have kind of reinforced that notion to me. So yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And obviously, you know, you just mentioned in terms of like the shift of um, becoming like a, a businessman or like entrepreneur. How would you say that? How did that kind of start for you guys? Like, how did that start in terms of I'm going to take this cutting thing serious, like? How did that um, shift happen for you guys? I think the sh- the shift mm. for me, the, I think the shift where I was like, oh, I'm gonna take it serious. I I knew the shift I knew before I kind of let on to everyone else. Okay. So in terms, of, especially like in terms of like family and things like that, I was kind of like, yeah, like the barbering thing is just something I do on the side whilst I'll be still looking for another job yeah, but in yeah. my head I was like you know this is it <laughs> yeah yeah you know what's so crazy was really signed out like you know what's so crazy about that because um, I listened to like a J. Cole um, interview yeah and it was a few months ago and he said that like you know um, of the rapping thing he he kept it to himself because mm. he couldn't share it like too early because mm. it's almost like it's almost like it's precious to you it, yeah. you share it too early at, and you get like the wrong opinion or the like a bad vibe towards it. It can, yeah, the same way it can you ruin know. your vision. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So you got to keep yeah, it for a bit, yeah, yeah, and once yeah, it's going, I, then you I share it. I, yeah, yeah. Man, trust me. I was, I was head head forward with it. Like I was, when I was finished uni, because I started like a few, I started like December time, so a few okay. months as uni's about to finish. Mm. Like five months towards uni finishing, and um, I'd say I knew. So yeah. I come out of uni, I said. I'm like I'm gonna do the barber thing full time, um, yeah. and my parents were like, "Oh, so you got a degree? You're gonna become a barber?" And mm. yeah, the um, had uncles calling me. Oh, there's a bus driver job. Oh, uh, telling yeah, oh, telling get you in. Trying to get me in. They <laughs> yeah. thought, yeah, this guy's. Mm. See, because the view of it isn't. I shall say it's not a glamorized hustle. Okay, it's beginning. I'm slowly seeing it to become like that. It's becoming that, isn't it? Yeah, I'm thinking. It's because there's more. We're seeing more young barbers come into the game, and yeah. um, it's not glamorized. But I kind of like that. It's not. So mm. when you tell someone you're a barber, it's like um, they kind of look down on you, like, mm. "Oh yeah, your little, your little thing." But I, I, I kind of like. that. They almost see it as like a, a little side hustle. Yeah, right. I, this is yeah, like. Exactly. I mean, a big thing that can that yeah. change your life. Change really. your life. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, but that's interesting. So obviously, you know how you mentioned that um, you started in uni, um, like. How did you know that you could cut hair? Like, how did that first like experience come? That oh, I can cut and be good, or was that? I'm assuming it's always a process. But how did it start? Like, what was your gateway into it? I think, first of all, I think lockdown was a blessing. Okay. So that being said, um, I just cut my. It was like it wasn't a mistake because I remember like, 
in prom times. Mm. A barber called F Styler, he trimmed me. Okay. And I was like, I was 15 and he was about, I'm not sure how old he was, but he was a young barber. Mm. And I was inspired by him. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it one day. Okay. So it was like, it was just a matter of time when I started. Okay. Um, and I cut myself. Mm. I would put on Snapchat. It was tired, but it got better. <laughs> and then the man then were like, oh, okay, like, you're actually yeah. getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have no option <laughs> but to let me trim them, so. Yeah. That's what, and then just started from there, like um, in uni, and then built and yeah, built and built. Okay, uh, how's your um gateway into it? Um, my one was more so I, I started trimming, I started trimming myself from quite early, like college times. I was trimming myself towards mm. the end of school into college, mostly college, especially. I was trimming myself, yeah. Um, that's just something that because then late, I used to always have low hair, I just always give myself like a low taper, mm. try and line myself up. So I'd go to the barber get my hair cut then like as the hair starting to grow out my hairline starting to grow out a bit i just thought let me try to be fair we had my parents like in the house we had like some old tools that we would because my mom would cut my hair or my brother would cut my older brother would cut my hair okay when i was younger so it's like we had a few bits and bobs in the house so um once i kind of got to an age where i was like more time my mom's not trying to cut my hair no more (laughs) and my brother was like he's got whatever he has going on so it's like oh let me just Try and, yeah, try and pattern myself. So I started cutting my own hair, maybe like, yeah, from like, I'd say strongly in college, like I was like quite consistently cutting my own hair. Okay. Um, and then going into uni, it was just kind of a thing that I knew how to do, but I I would dabble in it. Like obviously you experiment with different barbers, try and find a pattern one, but mm. if you can't find anything or in between, you just have to make do. I was just cutting my own hair. Right. And then just same with Jesse, when lockdown hit, I think I must have posted a video of me trimming myself. Mm. I put that on my snap and people were rating it. They were like, oh, like, well, you did that yourself. Like, you're kind of steady. Like, <laughs> me too. I'm like, you're going to have to come and like do me. Yeah. And then just off a few friends, I post, I trimmed a few of those guys, posted it up and then the traction literally just blew, like yeah. built. So the traction started to just grow and then mm. people were just hearing like, oh, like, what? You, obviously he was locked down you weren't supposed to meet people but people kind were meeting people your freedom man you'd see a trim you'd be like oh like where did you like what barber's trimming right now I think it, it helped a lot because it meant the word would the word spread a lot quicker than maybe if if it wasn't that period of time like the whole lockdown thing it might have I've I can't say for certain, but it would have probably more than likely taken a, a lot longer. longer. Mm, yeah. Because we were kind of doing the whole underground thing, it was like, oh, it was a, sl- it was like, oh, like, it was, it was a blessing to have a trim. Like, if you had a trim, it was like, right. Oh, like, who patterned you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah literally, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. literally. I was yeah. charging literally. two bills for yeah. house bills. Oh, my God. Oh, the crazy time back then. Now I think oh, about it, yeah. yeah. It was nuts. It was nuts. Yeah. Hard yeah. to get trims, hard to oh, pattern things. Hard oh, to get trims. It was actually nuts, but now I think about it. So, um, how do you guys like um cross paths then? Like, was it for uni or after that, or the through social media? Like, um, how did that like the relationship start? Um, we met in uni, so we we lived together. I think the the first time I met, I don't want to say the first time, but probably one of the first times was when I found out that I'm actually going to be living with Jesse. So, okay, my, I had a I had a friend on my course mm. that knew Jesse. They lived together first year. Okay. Um, then for second year, I moved into the house. Obviously, through my friend, and he was like, "Ah, oh, he's got another boy, Jesse." And then, yeah, yeah. yeah lived together second year. It was just like okay. between the three, it was just like love from the jump. So, and then from there, started building and growing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and funnily enough, like the, all three of us were both. Well, all, all three barbers. of us are all barbers now. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah, all three of us. Yeah, yeah. I serious. Still, um, 
obviously, and speaking about the growth and how it started to build, and of course, um, a big moment, you know, was getting the studio. Um, talk us through like a bit of the process in getting the studio. I know like behind closed doors, I'm sure there's a lot you have to do in terms of paperwork and stuff and so on and so forth. Um, how did that process come about? And how did you even think, okay, look, like it's time to get a studio. Like how did that um, thought come about? <laughs> Should I talk about that jagger jagger? <laughs> you got a bit political, got a bit man. Political. But you know yeah. what? I, I feel like when you're actually, should I say, running a business, um, and you want at most like most control over it. Yeah. So when there's small, it was renting a chair in a shop before. Okay. So when there's small inconveniences that are coming across to mm. the owner. It's probably mine. It's not affecting them. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're getting your rent end of the week anyway. Yeah. But to us, it's affecting us. Like, imagine stuff like um, there's like about five of us in there. Okay. And we share the key between all of us. Okay. So it's like if you've got different start times and you can't access one mm. person, the owner has to leave the ha- his house. So you got a, say I'm already there at nine a.m. I got a client. Yeah. He's got to leave his house. He might take an hour, two hours to come. To open a shop, yeah, and like small things kept on happening like that, impacting you. And yeah. I was just thinking, you know what? Like, I'm, I feel, I'm, I feel like I'm quite reliable, but this is affecting me. So, mm. like, it's actually affecting my brand image. So I have to like make moves and try sort that out. Yeah. Mm. Um. So it was like it was like a long time coming. Like it was due. Yeah. How long we been barbering about two years and we done that? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I just felt like it was so necessary, especially because we do bookings. Yeah. It wasn't like we went into a shop whereby they had clients already and there was just people, there was a lot of footfall. We like actually utilised social media a lot. Okay, yeah. So we thought, if we move, surely it can't affect us that much because we do bookings anyway. Like our clients are from east, south, west. Yeah. It's not like a local kind of um, business that we built. Mm. So yeah, um, but paperwork, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and say it was hard. Bro, I just went on Gumtree and I searched creative spaces to rent in North London saw one called them um, went and viewed it went and viewed it liked it deposit yeah, yeah. And signed the paper deposit one month one month one month deposit one month that's like probably like a two day process you know yeah it's not long. Okay, so it's not, yeah, so. probably getting a premises is longer because yeah. you've got to do licensing and that but creative yeah. space means you can do anything in it yeah yeah do whatever you've got in there in terms of um, you know when you talk about um, being in a shop and there's like five different shares how was that experience? Because I know, I guess, like, growing up as black people, like, we, like you go to the shop and there's bare chairs and there's some people you don't want to go to, some people you do want to go to. Like, how how was that experience and how do you feel like it kind of, like, shaped or honed your skills as a barber to, like, be in a shop? I'm sure it's a bit busy, there's things going on. Like, how was that um, experience in the journey? Um, so, for me, I've I've worked in two barbershops. Because yeah. originally, I, I originally was working in Birmingham. Because that's where I'm from originally. Okay. So, I was in Birmingham working in a shop. Um, that was my first experience of working within a shop. And it was like, the guys, there was two guys that I worked with. One guy that was, tri- that had been trimming for quite a few years longer than me. Like, I think he'd been touching 10 years now, he'd been trimming. And then one guy that was, that had been trimming for less yeah. than me even. And like, this was quite early on. So, he was like, not as good as me, but obviously there was the other barber. He owned the shop. He built the reputation. Like his name is the shop. So it was kind of like, he was mad busy. Mm. My traffic was, at was the, it was very early on. I just moved back to Birmingham from uni as well. So my traffic was, was, was it yeah. was slow, was but it was, it was building. Yeah. Um, but I think 
in my first my first experience with being a barbershop, that kind of helped me. It kind of helped. It helped me work on my people skills definitely because that was it's my first experience enough. of tri- like trimming people that have that have zero relations to. Mm. Obviously, within uni, it's like you might know me. You've heard of me from somewhere, or you've yeah. seen me from somewhere. So it's like. But you've been referred. Yeah. You're hearing from me through referrals. Whereas here it was like fresh, like influx of like clients. They'll walk in, in and they'll be like, "Oh, you got a new barber?" And it's like, "Ah, oh, should I try him?" And now, now, like every every trim I'm giving, it's like I know there's eyes watching. Yeah. Like, people are trying to yeah. pre to see yeah. like, "Oh, yeah. is he steady or is he like, what's yeah. what's he saying?" Like, yeah. Um, so that experience was it. It helped me a lot. I can't like helped. It helped for me. Um, it showed me how quick you can trim as well because the guy that was that I trimmed with he trimmed quick like <laughs> mm. I was like no I need to I need to speed up my game like yeah. so um, definitely helped with that and especially with that one they didn't do bookings like I I came into the shop offering bookings but him as a sh- as a store before it was just straight walking so he yeah. would have like queues of like four five six man and I'm there like it's quiet. I'm yeah. like, right, like what? Like, no one trying to jump in. Mm. But then I might get like my odd booking will come at like 1 p.m. Yeah. After I trim my 1 p.m., the people that were waiting are like, oh, what, are you free now? Like, <laughs> yeah. they just hop in. They're thinking, why am I waiting? Yeah, yeah. Three, four, five man behind, like yeah. in front of me. When this guy, like, I've just seen him trim. He's yeah. calm. And yeah. then just from that, it helped. Yeah, it helped I guess that's how it works because, like, in my workshops, like, seeing is believing. If they yeah, see yeah, that yeah, you're trim serious, guys will hop in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did want to ask um, on something you touched on, though, about the time thing. Because I'm someone that's like, um, the barber that I have now, he takes time, innit? And sometimes I'm a bit like, oh, like, bro, this is time. And, like, it's a big part of my day you're taking up. But at the same time, I'm like, if I tell him, speed it up, is that going to impact the quality? quality? So how do you guys like balance the, that time of like um, how long you going to take on a on a um someone's hair? Um, I feel like a lot of factors add into it. So like, let's yeah. give an example. Your trim, yeah. Mm. So you trimmed what a week and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to trim you, to, let's say today, that's a half an hour trim. Yeah. So like a lot of factors, like if you ain't got to take down as much hair, um, if the fade fairly is quite, um, it hasn't grown out that much. But I say it's it's skill in it. Mm. Like some people that have been doing it for ten years yeah. ain't gonna be trimming for someone that's been ain't gonna be trimming the same amount of time that someone's been doing it for two years, just say. Yeah. Like so it's it's just like but mastering your skill. If you can do it quicker, your brain's working faster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quicker, you can shape up quicker. It's it's like it's like driving now. Mm. So just because someone isn't as someone just because someone's fast doesn't mean the trim's tired or he ain't putting as much effort. He's just got it just the skill to do accelerated so. skill essentially. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That um that's quite interesting. Yeah, it's something that I was thinking about, but then because he's a bit older than me, I'd just let him not like I'd just let yeah. it go, man. Yeah. Like he's, if you probably just, he's probably just enjoying it, bro. Yeah, thinking, yeah, let me just try this enjoy cut, like, Yeah. I ain't got a mad like for instance, our booking slots are actually an hour. Yeah. But it does not take an hour for a full haircut, you get. Mm. It's just that you can enjoy it and it's part of the experience, isn't it? Part of the experience. Yeah. It feels less like work when you're not rushing so much. Mm. And it allows yeah. time like, say someone's a bit late. You can still, you know, what I mean, yeah. um, fit them in, and yeah, yeah, all that comes into consideration yeah. when you're considering like customer service and that. Yeah. It's, it's London, bro. Yeah, gonna you got to be. Yeah, honestly, yeah, if you it happens, yeah. like you got to understand. Yeah. If you make the gaps too small, you're gonna be in trouble, isn't it? In trouble. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know when the whole like the aspect of having an experience is there anything that like you guys um incorporate in your studio that like it was all to like 
make the customer feel like he's in a place where he wants to chill and vibe. Like, is that like a is that like a thought process for you guys? Or is it more just like guys getting trim and, uh, and, and yeah? I think <clears throat> it's it's funny though. Cause I feel like we'll we'd both agreed that a lot of the things that they were given to us. Mm. I don't know if it's like I don't know where. I feel like me and Jesse we're quite in tune in the same in a sense that like a lot of things we just both agree on and it mm. always like seems to kind of make sense. But yeah. even this, like the simple fact of like offering a booking system mm. to us, it's like a no brainer. Like, but if you like people to try and find barbers, you, the amount of times that people will come to us and be like, Oh yeah, my barber, like he'll either be unreliable, like you'll book with him, no showing, or he just didn't do bookings at all. So you'll stay in your whole day, like yeah. whatever it might be. So like, even from the minute that you book the service, I feel like, we cater to the client, so it's like you you go online. All the slots are there available. We have emergency services if your time is not available. Yeah. Um. You pay a deposit. You come to the you come to the appointment on time, and you're gonna get seated on time, kind of thing. Like it's crazy. I think people are even shocked. Mm. Like, oh, what me? I'm. I'm yeah. Like you're ready. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah. the time you book. Like, why? <laughs> who else? Right. Who else is gonna be in the chair? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the culture. But that, like, for honest though, like that's the culture of like black barbers though. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's almost like you get that you know. Um, the first half hour, I'm not getting in the seat. <laughs> but you're going to get something else. Yeah. No, the first half hour, I ain't getting on, bro. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But then you hope that after that, but it's true that like, it shouldn't be like that. You're the yeah, service, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. paying for a service. Mm-hmm. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So it shouldn't be like that. But like, um, it's crazy. That's how it's kind of um, how it's become. But I feel like with a, a lot of, um, I'd say, um, barbers and even like hairdressers as well, like the booking thing has become like quite, um, I'd say, prominent recently yeah, in yeah, terms yeah, of yeah. like it's important to have like a booking slot and, and, and so on and so forth um, but you know what um, you got mentioned earlier about the I wouldn't say fear but the thought of oh like clientele and stuff mm-hmm. um, how do you guys think about okay this is a price that we're going to put ahead and have you guys ever thought that is there going to be some like backlash if the prices are a bit nuts so how do you guys find that um, balance with pricing and you know your audience are yeah. people trying to... Um... You know what's crazy about that, yeah? Mm. It's like, when I'll get the inkling to do it, yeah. Frank might be a bit worried. Mm-hmm. When Frank has the inkling to do it, I'm like, oh. <laughs> you might say something like, oh, yeah, like, I'll see you next month, Christmas. He said it the other day, Christmas, boy, you know, we're going to be busy that period, this, yeah. this, that. He's trying to charge this and I, was, I, was, I, I didn't even respond to it because <laughs> I'm thinking raw like yeah, go ahead. <laughs> in these times like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like trying to see what fork yeah. like yeah so but it's like yeah it's like when one person's up for it mm. the other person might not be but the cop the like the vim that like me or Frank will have yeah we'll just carry like yeah, we yeah. just carry each other like, yeah. like this is what we're doing we'll go ahead of really it. it yeah yeah, like, yeah we do it and um but I think it's um, how can I say it? I talk, I spoke to one of my clients, yeah. Mm. He owns a marketing agency. Okay. And he just says, think about percentages. Frank thinks about numbers as well. Mm. But that's what gives you more confidence. So if you're upping your price by, let's say, 20%, yeah? Yeah. You might lose 20%. Mm. But you're making the same yeah. money that you would have been making anyway because but just with less work. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I think when you math it, like it can make sense. It, it makes sense, and also yeah. what I think we done it a lot of um, done it by was through our emergency out of hour slots. Okay. When that I starts getting that. booked up crazy, and you're doing twelve hours back to back every day, you're like yeah 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 yeah. It's it got up. Yeah, yeah, the demand is there, so it needs to go up. Yeah yeah yeah. 
Yeah, that's kind of interesting. That's what, that's what it's based off. It's not really based off like, oh... Um, we just want to make more. just want to make more. The demand kind of has to show. That's yeah. why it's like... The, yeah, the numbers... If you follow the numbers, really, I think that's how... For me, that's why, like... That's how I operate more. It's like, oh, I've experienced Christmas already now. One year I've done it. I'm like... Not for the same bread. We're doing 60 hours. That's a week and a half of work yeah. in one week. Yeah, like five nice. days even. Five, yeah. five days, sorry, so yeah. Right so it's like, yeah, when you're doing that back to back in a month, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, takes man. a toll on you. Yeah. So what? So like, you know when you say um that many hours. So what? Um, what time do you guys start and finish then? If you're doing that twelve hours, like, how does that um hourly day work like for you guys? Very like in 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 the busy period, yeah. it, it would be start at nine, finish at nine, finish at ten. Mm. So it's like because we all have. Our normal hours are 10 till 7. Yeah. But obviously, we've got emergencies before, we've got emergencies after. So it's like, once once those yeah. night, once those days start looking 9 till 9, it's just like, ah. Oh, it's yeah. so funny. Like, <laughs> say I, I get like an um, emergency slot booked at 8 to yeah. 9, yeah? And Frank hasn't got any. I'm hoping he gets some. When he does, I'm like, ha ha, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're we're both together. Both yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're here, we're both here. Both bad enough. Or say someone calls it's like say someone calls um Frank here yeah, and um he's booked up emergency, he might say, Oh, I just he has a slot. I'm thinking, no, no, no. I don't want it. I don't want it. As jokes though, so like, you know for you guys in this industry, yeah, for like people who who like who look at the industry and don't really like maybe understand that how lucrative it can be or like don't see it as or like they might have a passion for it and they don't see it as something that's really worth like taking forward and going like um all in like all chips in for a year mm-hmm. how much would like like um i would say a good week or like a good month how much would you say that like, you guys are able to bring in like in terms Try. of that's man. <laughs> That's man. Do you know? Do you know? Oh, I I won't answer that question, but what I will I will kind of answer a somewhat of a follow up question in that anyone that is unsure, yeah, just kind of look at, for example, if we talk average salary, I don't I don't even know the math off the top of my head, but through the video you can work it out. It's like what thirty five in London, I think is like thirty five yeah. ish. Thirty five, yeah. If you work out, if you look at a contract for a job that averages that salary, how many hours you're going to work mm. and just work out how much your hourly rate is, essentially. Essentially, yeah. If you look at how much, even the barber you're currently, whoever I'm talking to, whatever barber you're currently going to, if it's charging more than how much you're making an hour, then your head should already kind of be thinking. It's okay. It's something because there's potential yeah. there. It's so then, funny because, you know, someone will sit down in a chair and be like, Right, so Jesse, like, how, how much how much you got today? How much shoes you got today? I'm thinking, bro, don't worry about that. And then when they deep, when they deep, right, they they'll say that and they'll just do the maths in their own head, like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah, that's what you're not doing. Yeah, because I do it sometimes. So I'll be in my mama's um chair. Yeah, I'm thinking, okay, look, I've been there for like, 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and he might have made. But to be fair, my like my barber um. His prices are still quite low. Like I'm sure, like you gotta be shocked how much I still pay. I pay um, um, fifteen pounds. See, you can't complain if you're waiting an hour or two hours, bro. Like, that's lovely. Like it's still fifty. And, and and like I've been um thinking like how come he's not raising his prices? Because I'll happily pay twenty five, thirty. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's giving me sick trims and it's like 
he's got parking there. It's, it's like sick. it's just patterned. But it's like he like he um he keeps his prices there and it's like but obviously on weekends he um he charges more, but during the oh, week okay. is oh, okay. is that. Okay. So it's like I'm thinking, wow, like how come but even um irrespective of that, even if it's like a half hour trim, like all of those added up, he's still making like good bread. So like you kind of work it out on the chair yourself, oh okay, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. um he's starting to um bring in like bankroll. But um, I did want to touch on like celebrity bookings, though, for you guys. I've kind of, I've seen um, it's starting to happen and there's build and grow. Of course, the trim with um, um, Marcus Edwards. Um, how did that come about? Um, the two footballer for sport in Lisbon. Yeah. Um, how did that come about? And like, how was that experience for you guys? Um, trimming them. Marcus is actually my brethren. Like, okay. It's actually his birthday. He's having the birthday motto today and I'm going to it right after this. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. But he's actually like my brethren. I grew up with him. We went to um, the same school, secondary school. Um, and yeah, he's actually always showing me support, man. Mm. So from the get-go, I started cutting hair. And this is the funny thing I learned about clout, like so early on in the business, yeah. And I thought, because my trims weren't that good, bro. Okay. But as soon as I cut him, the trim was even tired. I'm gonna send you a picture so you can put it up in there. <laughs> yeah. The trim was not good, bro. But after that trim, the amount of people that started shouting at me, I'm like, right, this is what clout is. <laughs> so yeah, fast forward, what two years later, he's got a game against um is it Arsenal? Arsenal, Arsenal yeah, 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 it's Arsenal. He even scored. <laughs> yeah. Oh last season, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. Um and yeah, he's every time he comes back he sh- um shouts me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got a game, this, this, that. Only thing I can say about celebs and football is the notice is... It's, it's nuts. Yeah, it's nuts still. But um, yeah, he shouted me. And I kind of gauge it. Mm. Uh, he lines up like, hey, Frank, you might have to, you might have a trim or something. Mm. So yeah. Um, yeah, he shouted me. He said he's got, I think, uh, a game tomorrow. And there's a few ballers that need a trim. In mind, on that day, I think we both had our hours. Okay. So... I was like, nah, a few man, I'm not going alone. <laughs> so yeah. Literally, uh, I just told yeah, we went, went, I went with Frank, so just make it quicker. Yeah. Instead of, instead of it taking a four, five hours, you can two hours. Okay. So, um, in total, um, how many um players um bought in the trim? Is that five? quite a few? Five. Five. Oh, five wow. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. yeah. it. So, I, I'm assuming when those opportunities come around, like you know, okay. This is gonna be patterned instead for in terms of like financially as well. It's gonna be patterned for you guys. Yeah. You know what's so weird, yeah? Yeah. Like Slim, they take time to pay, you know. Like <laughs> that's what the only reason I like, like they man take time to pay, like yeah. but they'll pay, but they sometimes they just it's take time. that sweet time, yeah. like mm. I don't know what they're doing, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's just within that industry how it yeah. is. Like a yeah. lot of people work through invoice and whatnot. Yeah. So like when you're coming to, as a barber and you're thinking like, bro. Pay me now, like. mm. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like, cash on like, yeah, like, like, yeah. And, and it's it's so funny. It's bittersweet because it's like you know they have the money, so exactly. Like, it's not, just about it's doing just, it. Yeah, doing it. And some of them obviously have accountants, and it's not a quick thing of Tranny. them going on their phone and transferring. <laughs> nah, they've got expensive and all yeah. of that yeah. stuff. So um, yes, yeah, that's interesting though because um also um of course I saw the um work with the um composers as well. Um, how that opportunity come about? Is that someone that you knew as well, or that just? Yeah, we both, we both. They used to just dead composers actually from dead from north. Okay. So, so yeah, we both cut them, we cut them in our whole shop, and oh, sick man, you see their growth and yeah, they just want to bring you along. Crazy. Yeah, serious things. Yeah. Um, you know when you do um 
a booking for someone who's like high profile. Um, do you think there's almost um, a high level pressure, or you guys still just um, business as usual, or they're a bit more like pressure on it? Um, I I say no, really. Um, just because I think. Yeah, I just I think because of because of how how many repetitions you've kind of put up, I don't I won't say it's like I don't know if I can't really compare it to like a big game. It's not a big, it's not a big game like that. It's just kind of like yeah, this is what I like. This is what I live, breathe, eat, yeah. sleep. Like mm-hmm. this is just I know like this is what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing, and yeah. I think um, I'd say like the only the only thing that can kind of that I'd say the the slightest bit of pressure I guess in some regard is. When it's like an out calling, you don't you don't know what the setup's gonna be like when you get there. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, when you're in the studio with design the studio, I know how this chair operates. I know how to move the lighting. Da, 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 da. Everything is, yeah, everything is. I built this, so I understand it. Yeah. Then you get to you get to their dressing room and it's all cluttered, busy. You're trying to find Small. extension cords. <laughs> like it, mm. that that adds a bit of I guess it adds an extra layer of complexity. But in terms of like pressure for the haircut, it's like. You've probably seen your work already, so yeah, yeah, yeah. they've called you. I, I, what I would say though is, I wouldn't say pressure, but like maybe it is pressure for me. But um, like when I got the call to trim a shake, mm. like at the time I wasn't in the, I knew his music, but I wasn't a fan of him like that. Yeah. So when I'm telling people, yeah, it's a shake, I'm, like, I didn't look, I didn't like gauge how big a shake gravity, was. Yeah, it, so, like, at the time. And everyone told me, right, shake, like I thought, right, like is this. Is this guy this big? So when I done my research, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah. this is he's yeah. really the guy. Like, he's so banging right now. Still, I think that's yeah. the one time I felt, especially because O two was O two. Um, what's it called Greenwich? Okay, um, but it's last year or um, June this year. This year. Oh, this okay. Year, yeah. Later show, yeah. Later show. Oh, so, okay. Um, bro, the setup, the search. They saw my my when I'm going through security. They saw like my setup and they were like, "Oh, they got to check here." Yeah. There's one thing in there they thought was a bomb. Feds were stopping me. Like, they were doing the most. So I feel like all of that was building a little, like, build, making me a bit, like, feel a bit nervous. Bit anxious, isn't it? I was going through and um, on the guest list, I was checking my name. And, like, as soon as they saw my name, Jesse, Barber, Shake Barber, yeah. I, the, the way their, their behaviour changed towards me I was like wow so this is how it's Clown. really like, like yeah, yeah. they're like oh no go here go here go here so I'm escorting me I was thinking yes I'm yeah. the, he kept me on the guy because before that I was telling them on the list they're like oh you're not here like the woman was giving me aggro so mm. when they saw me there was like I think there was a Shaquille's tour manager and someone OT representative okay. working there when they found me, they were like, nah, you got you Shaki's barber, like, like everyone moving, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. go to your dressing room and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, I felt, I think that's the one time I felt like a bit of pressure because yeah. the setup is massive, like, O2 is crazy. Mm. Yeah. Um, if someone told me in three years of barber, I'm going to trim like O2, I'd be like, yeah, I'm there. Yeah. That's serious though. That's like so, big level, man. Yes. Like, you got to like, acknowledge that. Um, but you know when you um have a booking like that and obviously his hair is like, it's not like ordinary hair, like, have you got to do some like a bit of research? Okay, like this is how he does it. Like this is his style. Like how do you know this is what I'm gonna execute on the yeah, head? Yeah, I kind of do that. I won't like. I might go and I'll like. Obviously, my clients. I know their. Tr- I know their trims. Yeah. But with a celeb or someone that I haven't trimmed before, mm. um, that might call me for alcohol. I might go on their profile, look at their haircuts, to the see end. how they get. Because you ask some man what they want, <laughs> and they don't know what they want. So it's yeah, good yeah, kind yeah. of gauging what they want already. So you're yeah. prepared. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, I just, I just 
give me fade. <laughs> well, you know, you give them a myth fade. Oh, it's too high, that's too high. So it's good to kind of gauge or even go on your phone and show them this is what you get. Is that what you want today? Yeah, yeah. Simple. That's what we used to do um, back in the day. Like, you go to New Barber, you show them a picture so you know yeah, it's Barber. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. Um, I did want to um, touch on something else though because um, I work in PR in it. So a few years ago, um, I had like a, and I worked on a PR campaign for, um, it was the MasterCard. And that, and the campaign was about um, how people feel like comfortable speaking about like I would say the matters that um, mean the most to them in barbershops because it's that it, like it almost um it comes across as like a safe space where you can like speak on certain issues that could be from like family relationships um, even money issues as well yeah so in you lot's um experience like is that something that you find that that um your clients are able to speak to you about like things that are like important in their lives or how does that come across for you guys Uh, i can find that quite draining you know Mm. because it can get deep sometimes like (laughs) get real deep um but i think it's good man it's a safe safe space for us and yeah guys will come in there say like talk about their experiences what they're going through good Mm. and bad yeah um but sometimes when it's bad 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 it can be be like Man, like you don't even know how to it. Put, it can put you down, yeah. Sometimes a bit, and um, yeah, it's it's actually a good reminder of like just having good humility and you know, yeah, learning how to talk to people and you yeah. know, like it's also it's like how can I say it? it's a blessed kind of purpose that we can carry in mm. while we're doing that job. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I guess it's almost like a, an opportunity where you can like impart some like. Um, kind words or like encouragement or yeah, upliftment as well yeah. yeah I think I think with the with the barbering thing I think it's like because I kind of I kind of notice as well because I, I, I think it's been like a bit of a recent topic in the studios or where I kind of I'm trying to gauge the nature of like friendship especially between boys it's like a lot of the time man, the man them they won't it's not like a communicate every day with your boys or even like the people your closest friends you might not always you don't really speak to them every day mm. and that kind of thing so it's like when you catch up it's more of like a a big catch up on like oh like this happened yeah, and this happened everyone's yeah, like oh true, what like true. wait when did this happen it's like because yeah, yeah. you don't we're not speaking every day it's like every couple of weeks might even be a couple of months like with some of a lot of my friends are like back in Birmingham and things like that okay. like we don't really get a big catch up until like it's like a quarterly catch up like every four <laughs> months like yeah. the big the big link up and the big summary so um, I think with with the nature of the barbershop it's like because the conversations are a bit Obviously, you you'll have your quick catch with like, ah, oh, like what's good, like what you don't, what you up to this weekend, like what you getting a haircut for. But then after that, it's kind of like cool, like there's a 30, 40 minute gap yeah. period for for things for to life. really, get, yeah, for <laughs> life to just. Yeah. And it's like once people, I think the the thing with guys is people just aren't asking them those questions. Mm. So like, once you do start asking, they'll they'll tell you like they'll start talking. Yeah. It's like oh, if they if you bring up like a way of thinking, they'll have an opinion on it. But it's like mm-hmm. in their day to day life, no one's asking them. Mm. their thoughts on this or what would you do in this situation so it's like you kind of they start and they'll just start rapping and it's like oh wow like this is how you feel there's a lot going on yeah yeah, you go a bit deeper yeah Yeah, it gets a bit deeper in the barbershop yeah it's deeper I've I've learned that like I need to detach like Jesse the barber and Jesse when he goes home because Hmm. sometimes when I'm I get too into it okay um, I can like it might throw me off a bit you know Um, I wouldn't say I'm I want to say I'm easily influenced, but I soak things up. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, um, yeah I've, I've I've learned that. Yeah, 
Frank, I know Frank. Frank's very good at it. So he can, he can <laughs> switch separate. Off. He can switch yeah. off. He can. But me now, nah, sometimes I might soak it up too much. I'm going home. I might be thinking about a certain thing we're talking about, mm. topic we're talking about in relation to my life or something. So yeah, I've learned to separate it because yeah. yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's important. And obviously, you know when um we were doing that campaign, like I think it's true, you know, because you're on um I go to barber shop, like I'll just be like. You're like almost in like a relaxed state of mind. Like, it's even there's something about the um, <laughs> blades. There's something about that on your head. Where it's almost, like sometimes that um, I fall asleep sometimes, yeah, and it's like it's that jarring for you guys. So then um, like client um, falls asleep. <laughs> Like, it's not right. a joke. I hear, it, I, I, I actually hear it. Like, because <laughs> even me, when I used to get treated, I was. Bro, I'm saying, like, like, happened. I was sleep, so it's like I do hear it. Yeah, it's just funny. It's always funny. It's just like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's definitely um, almost like in many ways um, therapeutic at times. So yeah. it's like, and um, you feel better as well after. Um, no, but it's interesting about the journey though, and as you mentioned earlier, like the growth from um doing it uni and the growth to study bookings is yeah man, I hope it, mm-hmm. it continues growing. Um I did wanna um get into our um hot topics lineup man. The three topics of things going on in life or um get our points of view on. Okay. Um I'm not sure if you guys seen this. Um are you guys on Twitter like that? A lot really. Dabble, I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dabble here and there. My ears to the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um so over the past week um Tio Wayne, he went on a run on, on Twitter, innit? That was so <laughs> I, mean, I actually missed that one. I, 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 heard, I feel the I back was showing I'll show you about it. What was the shot? What did he say again, though? He Basically, he, he dropped uh, a, a pre- preview, preview of his new song, M24. Yeah. yeah. And the lyrics was... Wait, was it? Oh, it was... Um, I can't remember oh, there's that lyrics, but it was basically just a really oh, basic and just like, oh, just like, um, a lot of people were saying, it's a feel so like basic and just oh, like, yeah. ABC, right? Yeah. yeah. And this, and um, a lot of people were saying that like, is um, very repetitive because obviously, yeah. you know the hits that you had of like, um, Russ, Russ and Keisha and Becky, yeah, yeah, I don't know, yeah, and that. Yeah. And it feels like, um, and a lot of people are saying that it feels like trying to like, um, keep that. doing that same sound, mm, repeating yeah. that same sound, isn't it? And um, he went on the run after that saying like, oh, like, almost essentially saying that I've got to do what pays the bills, essentially. Yeah, 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 because yeah, the sort yeah, of money yeah. that that brings in opposed yeah. to like the Afro Swing stuff. And it's cool and nice, but it doesn't, like the streams don't do yeah, anywhere near as close. Yeah. Nowhere near. Nowhere yeah, near, yeah. Nowhere. I think my opinion on that is, um, it's true what you're saying. Like, yeah. You know, I feel like sometimes within like our community, yeah, let's say Twitter. Yeah. Um, um, TikTok and that. We sometimes think we are the we're like the carriers of people. Mm. So like our opinion on things will be so strong, but it's like if you go to the Tion show, you see the audience is not most of our like most of the yeah. you get. So he's catering to his audience at the end of the day, and um, that's what matters, isn't it? Yeah, because in the tweet he said, um, "I made um, amen, are who's true, and let's go." Um, all these songs recently um, are not drill. And Twitter still hype up um Afro Swing, and then he said um so, honestly um what did Afro Swing ever um get from it? All I see is um depression, the missing people, and <laughs> boxers lead me to do a different sound for different people. Yeah, That's yeah, what he's yeah. saying. So I heard the element of like doing different sounds, but it does feel like honestly like if it was still quality, I don't think um anybody would like say anything about it. But it does feel like. You just banging this out to get the streams and to get the bread up, but I guess it, you can't knock on that hustle, in it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Do you know? I think 
a part of me, I think, you see how you said, if it was quality, no one would say anything. I think even if it was quality, someone would say something. So I think mm. what when there's a kind of a certain level that you get to, you might not even have to get to that level, but someone's always going to have, a, they're always going to have something to say. So you may yeah. as well do, we do, what do, gets, do what gets you paid. Or if, if, if it's, if your aim is to get paid, do what's mm. going to get you paid. If your aim is to make yourself happy, do what's going to make yourself happy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Regardless of what you do, people, they're going to say something. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I definitely, true. I hear what I, I, de- I hear him still. Yeah. I hear him. And for me, it's like, I don't know exactly what words he used. Maybe some lingo was offensive, whatever it might be. So I would say, he didn't even need to say that. Like me personally, I get it. Like he'll drop a tune. I'll be like, if I don't like it, it's like, yeah, this sounds like, X, Y, Z tunes. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Like, what, what am I gonna do? I've really listened to. It. I've yeah. really, I've really added his stream one up now. So. <laughs> exactly. I, I feel like sometimes why do we act like the music is meaningful? Like mm. more time, yeah. the music that we're hearing is oh, it's vibe. all garbage, it's man. Yeah, it's all, it's yeah. all a vibe, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a vibe. It's, it's not all, the most yeah. meaningful. If you want some meaningful rap, you gotta go to yeah. J Cole. You go somewhere and else. Yeah. And, uh, Obviously, they have their they have their moments where they are doing meaningful, but more time is vibes. Yeah. Vibes is what sells. Cool. Trying to get the bag, and it's, it's true because like, he's definitely got some tapes where it's like, oh, like there's tunes in here, like yeah, where, where yeah, he's spitting. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like in recent years, yeah, he's he's definitely veered a lot closer to just the Joe that's going to be viral, the yeah. um, Keisha Becky. Do you that. think it's sick how people used to look down on Joe like it's not blowing up to the to the point where now it's looked it's at the like blueprint? The money yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Joe song. It can. You're in there. I think and that's sick. So why have? Why don't we praise that? Yeah. As much as when it, it was banjo, everyone was doing less banjo. Ban, like yeah. Some people were saying banjo. Some was all backing it. So now, <laughs> man, that man, them are actually blowing off it, and this Make is a like bread off a blueprint it. to yeah. really do your thing and rap. It's like, bro, it's, it's a fair it's actually, point. It's actually you know? a victory, should, I, should we say? Yeah, it's a fair point, and I think. I feel like Joe had like, like a phase of a few years that were really important. Like I'd say maybe from 2016 all the way up to that 2019, it was a really like hyper growth period. Essentially when Hedy went crazy really, for being yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, hyper growth period, yeah. And then after that, it's kind of felt a bit like, I don't know. I feel like because it's become more commercial, mm-hmm. it there's an element of it where there's people who just hop in a Joe tune and they know they can get like bread and streams. Whereas I guess you know what was pure about it was that these people are really bad. That like, these people are on yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Exactly. Exactly. I do yeah, think that's, that's, that's an element that we can't ignore. Is the fact that like the 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 essence, like we'll call it the essence of Joe, like where it originates from, where it was kind of like, oh, you kind of had to do something before you could. Pop yeah. Up yeah. 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 And the fact that yeah. that's the history, and it relates to a lot of. I think a lot of things that we as black people do, we see it happen all the time. It's like, of course, when it's a black person doing it, they're, they're saying, oh, stop drill or drill is inciting violence. But then if say someone that's a bit ambiguous or if it starts catering mm. to white people, it's like, mm. oh, now it's cool. Like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. calm. You'll have, you're playing nah, JD cool. now. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where it's like, when it starts catering to white people, they kind of, they ignore everything that, when, when it's a black person, it's, it's cool when they do it, it's a problem when I do yeah, it kind of thing. It. It's that energy that I think, I guess I know some people. That's the issue. That like, obviously other people they're just here to talk. But I know some people do have like they don't Past they don't like that, like, they don't yeah, like yeah. that concept. Like the idea that like yeah, when when white people do it or when white people start liking it, it's calm. But then if we when we do it, yeah. oh, it's the problem. We need to ban it. It's inciting violence. We need to yeah. lock off their shows. Da, 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 da. So yeah. it's like I do I do get it to a to an extent. But I do think in terms of Tian, I think people are just more just complaining just. 
have a look quality the, sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 quality sound. Being that kind of you issue, can't bro. stay at to elevate. You can't stay at what you come from. Like mm. you, you can't. You couldn't stay at like making songs with Afro B forever. <laughs> yeah, People yeah. Complained of like oh, I'm bored of this now. Change up. So yeah, it's true. Yeah, you put yourself, you give yourself a ceiling. Yeah. I guess mm. you kind of have to different sound. Yeah, change yeah. It it's quite interesting though because um I think um the other day the band okay um he did a, a day duppy in it and he was talking about his son in this tune there and I was thinking to myself like you know with like dual artists like you have children mm-hmm. I went to myself like is this the music and like, message you want your like children mm. to like see of you I, but it's I know true. everyone's gonna make their bread so with me like, I know like no, is an industry in it but I think it just came to mind like wow so you want your child to see that. This is what you're rapping about. Like, mm. this is like, I guess everyone's got their own, everyone's got their own past and history yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know where they came from. So you can't, um, the song's got a story and they, um, um, I'd say, speak about that story in their music and fair play. But it's like, I think to myself, like, rah, like, you're rapping about like, being, it's, I've been, mm. it's a child to see of you. Yeah, it's not positive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I guess everyone, everyone has their story, think, innit? Yeah, I guess it's kind of like, the way the way I see, I see the, the way I see music a lot of the time now, I don't I don't see it as being real. It's more like it's I see it like you're you're an actor, exactly. like you're playing a persona. So yeah. I guess mm. when you look at like the certain films you'll see, the way the villain is hated, who's my man in power? The way if you see Tariq now, people I remember <laughs> yeah. Tariq, Tariq started like posting TikToks. They're they're in the comments saying, how, they're saying how can you kill your dad? I'm like, no. <laughs> Him, yeah. like, bro, the way he played but his character like so well, it's like it yeah. carried, like it carried yeah, it into the real world. It was over almost, um, yeah. But I do feel like with artists and like music, I kind of, I know they say don't separate the artists from the music and all that, but I think I kind of do a little bit. Yeah, I, I kind mm. of. If everyone was doing what they say they're doing, pinch they won't of be salt. Yeah, yeah. I take, yeah. I take a lot of it with a pinch it's, of salt. It's, it's like, fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what sells, and the reality of it is a lot of. A lot of the people that you're slandering, if you name your favorite artist, that I can it say is, they're doing the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. So it's like, and you know, it's as you get older as well, you start to realize, oh right, like an artist that I love, he's probably really capping, yeah, bro. Yeah, he's on chatting. All, all <laughs> on And especially when you'll watch, uh, it might have been the same. I think J Cole was doing an interview mm. with Lil Yachty recently. I don't yeah, know I watched that. Oh, sick yeah. interview. And J Cole, sick he was talking about how in his bars he was capping. I'm like, oh right, like, I always thought J Cole was like a truth teller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He um, was like, oh, the bar about the um the, the amount of how much he makes. makes. Yeah, per per bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flows. So I just said it. You just said it. Like man, I'm trying to calculate. Oh, how much did this guy for a feature now? Bro, the figures, the night is imaginary. It's all that's yeah. It's all acts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't take it too serious. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, nah, it's true, man. And um, I would also ask, um, did you, man, what do you guys think of um Drake's album? If you listen to it or not, I like I it. Man. Really taken in fully. Yeah. Like that, but yeah, I like it. Yeah, I get. I think Drake Drake's one of those artists to me. He could. I won't say he can do no wrong, but like every, eventually you will just you will just start bopping your head. You start feeling eventually. Yeah, yeah, just will. It's just will. For yeah. me anyway, me. Even if I say I won't like it, even that honestly, never mind. When I first listened, I was like, "Some tunes." Now there. I'm thinking, yeah, there's a couple tunes. I can there. really, I'll select that like myself. Like, yeah. I want to listen to this one. Like, yeah, yeah. So nah, I do Drake. I like. I just like the versatility of it. It's like mm. he makes he, he's kind of he's got the blueprint. Yeah, like, yeah. I know he's even in his bars. I guess like we we're just saying lyrics are cap, but it's like I think he he has a bar where he's talking about like. 
I think he signed to Universal, right? Mm. And he's like, in his latest album, he's like, oh, like, who's the un- who's the CEO of Universal? Yeah, so Apparently, it, it's this guy, it, it, but I'm like, nah, that's Cap, it's it, me. Because the amount of money on, I'm making for yeah, them, it's like, bro, basically on, own um, the company. That's on, um, what's that tune? That's, um, oh, I, I love that tune. Um, I, I, uh, I forgot what the name is. Um, Away something. From Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Away From Home, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a coach, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Google's telling me it's this guy, but nah, the amount of money I'm making these guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. No sense, it's like, bro, that's how I see it. then he goes, um, um, he's bringing home the bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a cold, yeah. Um, that's a cold <laughs> tune. But obviously, he put out um, Scary Hours 3 as well. Um, I think it might have been Friday. The deluxe um, have you um, checked out? Yeah, you got yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's serious. Rapping, rapping. Yeah, yeah. Rapping, rapping I think still. he, I think he, um, <laughs> like, he heard a lot of the criticism on the um, the um, initial tape and was like, nah, man, I can still bar. Yeah, I can still, do you know what I mean? I can still, I can rap proper. So, nah, nah. It's good still. Like, I think. I think we're going to break for a little while now, though. Yeah, I think, yeah, sure. yeah. I think it's been but a lot of music. There's that J. Cole tour. Yeah. You see that they're doing a joint the tour. 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 That's going to be serious. He's been working, That's man. That's I feel be like serious. the retirement is coming soon because the way he's been, like, he's yeah. been working these past few years. They've been serious, though. Yeah. Um, there's one more that I meant to, to touch on, yeah. I'm sure um, you guys saw like a lot of the fiasco around the uh, Rema concert. Um, what do you guys think of it? Like, obviously, like a lot of people were saying that, like, ah, oh, like the apart from the um the performance itself, that like raw, like the the like artwork and stuff is all like um looking a bit weird and that. Or do you guys see any of the conversations? Not really. Yeah, yeah a lot of them, man. <laughs> I feel like with that, call a spade a spade. Secular music is secular music. Yeah. Yeah. If you're on gospel, you go to a gospel concert. Yeah, yeah. Get, where, like, where, warehouse, warehouse worship. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not, it's not, it's not the most. You can't expect. You can't, you can't yeah, expect that from someone's not that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. About all the, all the, all like the um, crazy sins and mm. things in the lyrics, anyway. So yeah, the guy's performing it and you're seeing the display. Yeah, man. I think that's something. I think that's in like an area where like you kind of have to. If like as a believer, like you kind of have to like draw a line where it's like, can I listen to that really? Yeah, it might real, be a vibe. Real. It might be a vibe. I might love it, but can I like really like dabble into that? But I guess and especially like you know when you go to um you see it live and it's yeah. in your face like you can't because if you're watching it um if you listen to like um an album and you're driving, there's only so much it can impact you. But when you're there, like it's in your you know what I mean yeah. yeah yeah. It's I think. <clears throat> I guess, because obviously I saw, I saw like both sides people saying like there's a cultural aspect to it. Like some yeah, of the things is kind of like that. cultural and da, 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 like, and I do think certain things were overplayed. Like for example, like bats, they were like, oh, the bats is like demonic or I'm thinking, but it's like, in whose Bible did it say that? Like, cause <laughs> yeah. in my Bible, we don't say that. So it's like, I think people kind of, they took certain things and then they kind of blow other things out of proportion. Mm. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. obviously there are, other elements like even his latest album like the arc the cover art for it and a lot yeah a few things. things that were questionable in that so it's like i do get it but i think um it's just one of those things like i don't it's not necessarily i i'll never look down on anyone forgot me i didn't go because i'm mm. not really a big grammar fan yeah, like that like mm. it's not really like he's not like my favorite really. artist so that was the only like if i liked him more i probably would have gone mm. and i won't look down on anyone like, yeah, of course. I like, oh, you go to, I see your church, but you have remnant. Like, it's not really a that. But I just yeah. think the think pieces are a bit. Yeah. I guess everyone's going to make their own decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. everyone's, everyone's going to always have their opinion, like we said. Yeah. But I think um, sometimes it's just. 
if you're not kind of, I guess I kind of want to say, keep it fair, like be even across the board. If that's the reason why you're not doing that, then don't let it show elsewhere that now actually you are doing it. Yeah, when it's this guy, you are doing you're it. You're picking so and choosing, like, yeah. yeah. Because if we're being honest, it goes across the board to yeah, everybody because yeah, like, lot, a lot of people, like, yeah, it's a lot of people. Yeah. Everyone, you know what I mean? So if, you it's, gotta, if it's fire on a stage that threw you off, um, there's a lot of shows you will not go to, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 a yeah. lot of shows yeah, you should yeah. not be going to. And so. I guess you got, you also got to like, if it doesn't feel right for you, then don't like go. Like if someone's music isn't like, it doesn't feel right, like a few of the things that they're um, rapping about Speaking or even about, singing yeah, about, yeah, yeah. you don't, I mean, That's don't it, like yeah. compromise your faith. Do you think it would it would have been fine if he, had, let's say he's wearing all white mm. and he had a choir that is wearing all white <laughs> yeah. same lyrics talking about the lyrics are still there <laughs> like. yeah, so it would have been better if he's wearing if, if like I feel like imagery is crazy yeah so it's all about how it looks right can't, yeah you can't let it spin you man yeah 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 it's all about how it looks I, um, I didn't go to it and because I'm not like um, a big fan anyway but to be fair I went to I think it might have been last year now I went to WizKids show and um, I think he had some things as well that I was a bit, mm, I'm not sure what that really means. Mm. You know what I mean? But then I guess you just, you know what I mean, stay prayed up and you know what I mean? You just, yeah. yeah you, literally, you call it a blind man. But nah, you now. Know what, what I do think though is, let's say, obviously I've been I've been there when they're doing, um, what's that thing called? Uh, rehearsal sound check. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wonder you actually create all of that because they're not behind all that work you know yeah. you've got a big the production team, team, yeah, production team. Like and the, the, even stylists artwork. the artists they even to the point where to, to in this song you should wear this mm. you should um, come out at this time there might be oh no there's, there's props in it so yeah. that being said they might not even be orchestrating everything <laughs> mm, it's so, true we're so under artists, under artists but you should the be under, team, under big dogs behind <laughs> yeah. the art actually doing all these things because Really true. You're not telling me the artist is here. Telling me, yeah, I want that art- artwork. If you're independent, probably. Yeah. But if you're signed, bro, you're not. You're not making the decisions. Yeah, yeah. About it's definitely the wider team. So, yeah. It's yeah. nothing wider, man. It's quite interesting how. I think I don't know. Maybe that's a PR job that they should. I feel like PR and Afrobeats is, is not. Good. That's so true, you know. <laughs> that's so true because even if like artists like, I don't want to go there again, but with um Ashake as well, yeah, like, yeah. like if it was like they didn't want to let. That's the Mandan's fault, bro. When I'm outside moving to Gal, mm. the doors open at what? 6 6.30? You're outside at 9, at 8.30 moving to Gal, bro. <laughs> like saying, I'm waiting for him to get on stage. Like, yeah. Then I heard, I got told yeah. that um, Ashaki won't come on stage until there's 80% of yeah, people capacity in the mm. inside the venue. Yeah. So they're waiting for you guys to come inside. Come in. And you are baking off. You are baking off. That's why <laughs> yeah. he's coming on late. It's yeah. not that he's not he's coming late like he's yeah, been there since 11am mm. yeah 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 so it's crazy yeah. I but feel like PR need to maybe explain all the, how it all works how to works. the fans so that we but you know what I say this but if doors open at 6.30 it's going to get open at 6.30 yeah, yeah. it's actually be, clear yeah, but yeah. especially like the black people in London you know how we're like if doors are 6.30 you gotta get there at 9 yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> to be fair if I am yeah like because um because I know how some artists are like if the doors are at 6.30 I ain't getting there to at least eight thirty. Earliest. But why though? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you because in my experience, yeah, these men come late all the time. Okay. So I'm like, if I'm gonna get there, and if we deep it, if I get, um, if I get there at six thirty, I'm just hanging around for what two, three hours, just hanging around, and he's not mm. out yet. So I'll see it. I'll come but at eight thirty nine. 
and then he's out by what nine late nine thirty. Then we then we rock and enjoy the night. But that's how I approach it. Only because yeah. I've been burnt by I'll get there yeah, at a good time away, and yeah. wait in two, three hours. I get that, I get that. The battery's almost dead by the time you get to him, man. <laughs> it's, it's sad even because some people don't even get to see him. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they close at eleven and okay. you didn't have enough time on stage. Yeah. Some have, that's a lot of if that. you're if you're going Kent, you have to catch the last train. Last train, oh yeah. See, like timing can really like impact your whole day, like um impact your whole concert. So nah, it's true, man. But now, nah, guys, um, I appreciate you guys for jumping on, man. It was um, a sick conversation to jump on and to um, hear about the journey, hear about the growth, and I know that um, you, you guys keep doing what you're doing, keep growing, keep building, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Appreciate but, you very much. yeah, um, of course, um, we'll put the um, we'll put the handles in the description to find sure. them. Um, you guys are based in, you guys based in London, Tottenham Hill. Yeah. London, Tottenham. Okay, so yeah. anyone around the area can get nice trim. We'll put the um links in the bottom. But um, of course, guys, if you like this conversation, make sure you like. Comment and subscribe to the video. Sure, We've got more yeah. conversations coming. We've got more insightful um people to have one. So you know we're gonna um you know where is that man. Yeah, but yeah. again, great host man. <laughs> tap, in, sure. tap, tap into the show man. <laughs> sure, man. Um, sure. have a blessed week. Um, we'll see you next time man. Peace. 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 Yeah.